Howdy, folks. It's Dr. Flo. Not telling you what I heard, but what I know. What I know is that you are loved and lovable. What I know is that you've always been loved and lovable, and you're always going to be loved and lovable. Welcome back to Back to Black Workshops Business Development. I'm going to take a few moments at the top of the room to do my social sharing. Um, remember, if you are a new business under development, you're going to want to share with folks exactly all of the magic that you have going on because how else would they know that you are magical and that you exist unless you show up? Thank you to Poppy Water, one of our sponsors at House of Mommy Water for stopping by today. Please like, share, subscribe to the room and let me know in the comment section, King, if you want to pop up. You're under no obligation to do so. This is going to be about a 20 minute share because we are cooking here at the Cast House in Lexington, North Carolina, and I have just never felt more wind on my back about what I'm called to do. I just had a young man of 18 years old sitting over here on our uh, Love City Island couch uh, here, and he set up his Instagram, he set up his Facebook and his TikTok and his Linktree all today in about an hour and 15 minutes of a session. Welcome to the room, Quincy of Black Bucket Puppetry. So good to see you in the room today for Back to Black Workshops Business Development. I'm going to be going through the rest of our anti-capitalist affirmations today and also sharing with everyone a resource that I found online that's called The Six Subtle Signs that you're a high achiever with low self-worth. If you're like me out there listening now, uh, on, uh, listening live, because I know some people can listen to us live on Clubhouse, or if you're listening to the replays over on the Love City Arts podcast, uh, I want you to know that having low self-worth is a thing for countless people, and having low self-worth as a high achiever is also a thing. You can be the highest achiever, have all of the accomplishments uh, that you require for your personal level of success, and still have low self-worth. So we're going to go into that in a few seconds. Um, I'm continuing to share um, the room out. I encourage you to do so. Uh, sharing is free, and sharing is caring. I'm really, really grateful for your presence today. Remember, how else will people know that you exist in the world unless you share your love with them? And so I'm heading over to a platform. Uh, it's for free, so I'm going to share it with everyone. It's called Restream. There are a few platforms like this, actually, if you look them up. But Restream is the one that I use in order to take my love into multicasting scenarios. So I'm going over into Restream in real time right now. This is hot off the press, folks. And I am entering the studio. Uh, this is the platform that I also use to do all my podcasts. I'm going to go in. I'm going to say edit uh, Dr. Flow's back to black workshop. Uh, today's date is the 14th. Oh, my goodness. We're halfway through June already. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. I'm also going to tell it that I want to share not only to YouTube, but also to Facebook. And so I'm going to toggle those on. And just that quickly, uh, excuses be gone, folks. Just that quickly, we are now uh, simulcasting not only on Clubhouse, but also on YouTube and Facebook. So welcome, everybody, on YouTube, 
actually I created an issue for myself because I'm, I'm already in one YouTube space and you can't be in two YouTube spaces at the same time. So I'm actually going to end this one. Remember, promoting yourself as a new business is a contact sport and a full-time job. And so uh, sometimes you have to start over because you're not allowed to be on YouTube uh, under the same account twice. So I'm going to call this one uh, 614-2023-B. Uh, I'm going to reprogram it in uh, with the click of a button through a program called Restream. For those of you who love free resources, remember, I'm a team no excuses kind of captain in life. So um, if at first you don't succeed, start over and uh, keep it moving. So welcome back. Try number two, everybody, to the YouTube and Facebook feed of Dr. Flo's Back to Black workshop sponsored by uh, Back to Black. Uh, the donors are, or the sponsors rather, donors and sponsors, are Black Bucket Puppetry, House of Mommy Water, and also Love City Island. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, it's gonna be a bit of a short one because I'm not feeling as long-winded as I usually am, but for those of you who know me well, you know that this could turn left very, very quickly if I get inspired. Um, there aren't many inspired people in life, and the passionate people are even less. Uh, but if you are inspired and passionate, you should be putting that out into the world every chance you get. So once again, thank you to the passionate people over at House of Mommy Water, Poppy Water. Thank you to the lovely folks over at Black Bucket Puppetry, Quincy Keith and crew. Thank you for having me today in today's uh, Back to Black workshop. Moving forward. I do want to give a shout out to Poppy Waters Heart Wednesdays. Today we are hanging in our heart chakra. Uh, it is a place of wisdom, money, luck, abundance, fertility, healing, manifestation, nature, and trust. And so for those of you who are trying to ground your energy today in your heart chakra, we have resources and tools for you over at our link in bio. Uh, that's also one thing that I should do. You should also go um, to your pinned links And remember, when you're a business leader, people will come to your programming and they will just wait on you to get your stuff done. So if you are starting a clubhouse room and you're like very, very nervous about um, how you're opening your rooms, just take your time, take a breath. The people who are on your journey with you will remain on your journey with you in a steadfast way. They're not going to leave. Um, I've seen so many people start their clubhouse rooms or start their live streams and think that they have to just gas it. You do not have to gas it. Uh, they are on your time. They're in the boat with you. You're, late, you're able to take a breath. Locate your notes. Click your buttons. Find your place. And then begin. See how easy that was? And so for those of you who are young business leaders who get flustered when you start a room and you have to push all the buttons, it takes a lot to be in the metaverse. You have to pin your own links. You have to open your own rooms. You have to share your rooms and your content. Uh, 
people don't talk about the fact that as business leaders in 2023, we are, we are, ooh, ooh, words are hard today. We are our own marketing team. We're the marketing team. We're the lighting team. We are the audio recording engineers. We are the content creators. We're the producers. We're the writers. We're, we're all of these things as one human being. So we have to be gentle with ourselves as we're working forward in our process because um, some of us are doing the work of seven people as one individual. So be gentle with yourself as you start your business and start to develop. I think last week we ended with doing nothing is good for my soul. Doing nothing is good for my soul. We are allowed to take a breath and just be still and know that life is unfolding in happy ways for us. Spirit, I am so grateful for the breath in my body. And yes, this is part of business development to be grateful. Spirit, I'm so grateful for the technology to be able to connect with people all around the world. I'm so grateful that you are enlarging our territory, that you are connecting through the law of attraction us with everyone that we need to be connected with. And you are sending abundant resources to meet our every need. I'm grateful right now for Quincy of Black Bucket Puppetry. I'm grateful for Poppy Water in the house of Mommy Water. I'm grateful for my life on Love City Island. What a time. Thank you, God, and thank you, God, and me. And as we set intentions today, I hope that everyone under the sound of my voice, either now or in replays, will feel their success coming towards them, that they will feel love coming towards them, that they will be still and know that everything they need is already in their hands. Give them peace that passeth understanding in their business. Give them understanding and knowledge and wisdom in their business. Let every door that's meant for them be opened intentionally. We are grateful today. We are grateful today. If you have any uh, questions or comments, just drop them in the chat. I would love to get to know you better. Thank you, Brentley and Quincy, for being responsible followers and sharing the room to your platforms. I'm super, super grateful for the share. Um, shares are free, and I'm, I'm just so grateful for your presence and your partnership. No one is an island. We all are interdependently connected to each other, not codependently connected, but interdependently connected. Uh, no man or woman or person is an island. Uh, it takes a village in order to lift the big things that we want to do in the world. And so I'm grateful. All right, so resuming our anti-capitalist affirmations, the one that we're gonna start with today is I'm not defined by what I produce. So the reason why I was able to let go at the top of this room and just get all of the admin stuff done and then anchor myself in an intentional charging of the space with affirmative prayer is because I recognize that whether you think I offer a perfect offering or imperfect offering, uh, I'm not defined by whatever. Because we just set our intentions, but 
if I did walk away from here uh, and it just went poorly in my humble opinion, I would not be defined by the production today. Uh, I'm not defined by what I produce. And I want you all to know that you are not defined by what you produce and put out into the world. You are defined by who you are, loved and lovable, perfect, whole, and complete exactly as you are. The second one for today is my worth cannot be measured by my paycheck, my job title, or a list of professional or academic achievements. So many people, including some of my clients, walk around in life feeling like they have no value or they are not knowledgeable or they have nothing to offer because they don't have an associate's degree. There's some that walk around feeling unworthy or unvaluable in life because they don't have a GED. I heard someone this week say to someone, he didn't even have no GED. And I'm like, I bet he still had something to say and offer to the world. Others are walking around uh, feeling low and in toxic shame because they have no bachelor's, no master's, no doctorate. And if you can believe it, there are doctors who are walking around in the world who are in toxic shame because they don't have what they call a postdoc, meaning they didn't go to school on top of already becoming a doctor. You're a low-level doctor because you have not done your postdoc certificates and things like that. It's a prison. You want to gain knowledge and understanding and education, but don't get caught up in your worth being attached to academic achievements or a list of professional achievements. You know, I was awarded, the, you know, people all, I was awarded 1998's sexiest producer of the week or whatever. And they, they use that to try to make themselves better than people. Uh, they have an executive director job title. And so that makes them better than others or worse than others. Or the money in their bank account, uh, you know, makes them feel sad and depressed. Uh, speaking on the paycheck part, I quit all of my day jobs and all of my jobs that I hated uh, a couple years ago to go into full-time music ministry and business development and coaching with clients. And I went through a really, really deep and dark depression because I did not realize as a man and as a black man, how much of my self-worth and, and identity, how much of my self-worth and identity was tied to my Bank of America bank account. walk forward because how do you walk forward in life with no money? I'm happy to report many months later and years later in my entrepreneurial experience that you can still accomplish your dreams with $6 in the bank. You can still accomplish your dreams for the day with six cents to your name. You can do it. The reason why I know that you can do it is because I'm doing it and I've done it. When I decided to become a teaching artist monk in the world and live off of the donations of strangers and friends, it changed the game for me. I had to recognize that even though I have six cents to my name on some days because I'm paying all of the you know, admin bills and things I can, I'm getting toilet paper, you know, we, we're just making the, the ends meet uh, in this new path that we're taking and this leading edge experience, I had to realize that just because I didn't have any money or heaps of money in the bank, it didn't mean that I was unworthy of today's dream. 
You have to stay focused, folks. Do not let your bank account determine how your day is going to go. I know there's probably thousands of people. They probably don't listen to my podcast, but I wish they would because if they listen not for my ego, but for their hearts, they would find that your worth is not attached to your paycheck. It has nothing to do uh, with the money you have in the bank or your investments. It has everything to do with how you feel inside your heart and what you feel called to in the deepest essence of your why, okay? And we can talk some other time about how knowing your why is important. If you have a proper why, meaning that you have a proper purpose statement and vision statement for your heart, you're never going to go wrong um, because it will keep you sustainable in your business and in your calling. Moving forward, the next one. I do not need to monetize my hobbies. It is enough to spend time doing something I love. I do not need to monetize my hobbies. It is enough to spend time doing something I love. This was nuanced. It's nuanced for me because I have hobbies that also make me money and I love them. Uh, maybe one week we will discuss in Back to Black Business Development the Ikigai exercise. Ikigai is a reason for being. It is a wonderful exercise. Uh, if you've not checked that out yet, I encourage you to look that up. I'm going to actually uh, spell it for you. I-K-I-G-A-I. I-K-I-G-A-I. The Japanese secret to a long and happy life. And essentially uh, what it is, and we'll do a deep dive sometime soon, it is a way in which you combine what you love with what the world needs, what you can be paid for, and what you are good at. I won't do a deep dive today, but if you can combine, even in your mind and your heart, what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for, and what you're good at together, that's where you'll find your personal ikigai, your personal life purpose. And I do in my coaching practice help people uh, day in and day out find their life purpose. You'd be surprised how many young people especially uh, have not quite tapped into their fullest life purpose. They know that they want money. They know they want to go on vacation. They know they want to back that ass up in the bar, but how to actually do it in a way that's not soul sucking can be difficult. And so we want to find the relationship with your talents, your passions, and your profession and what you can give to the wider world so that you can have fun while you're here. Um, your ikigai. But we can talk about that maybe uh, in the coming weeks sometime soon. But you don't need to monetize your hobbies. Some people like to garden and they garden flowers. I, I have a dear sister friend, Titi uh, Nadia. She's the one who provides for my housing and utilities and also provision here. She cultivates plants that she can't even eat. You know, so um, she as far as I can see right now, is not monetizing the plant she gets from Lowe's to, to cultivate. She doesn't need to open a plant center. She does not need to open a Lowe's. She does not need to open a nursery for trees and plants. Um, she can just have that hobby and spend time doing something that she loves. It is enough to do something that you love. You don't always need to make money. Now, where I'm finding the delicate balance is that I love what I do, but then sometimes as an entrepreneur, 
week, you know, over week or month over month because it's just, you know, a process. Sometimes I don't always make the money that I want to make doing what I love. Um, and so you have to just work out that balance of having the hobbies, doing something that you love, uh, and also making money, but you don't need to monetize things in order for them to be fun. I know that capitalism says that that must be the case, but you don't have to necessarily monetize your hobbies in order to have fun. Everyone every day should be doing something fun just for the heck of it, not because it's attached to money. And a lot of people burn out in their lives, in their business and personally, because they're trying to always make a dollar and they're never doing what my therapist talks about of having off on settings. There are times in life when you're making money as an entrepreneur or a business leader where you need to be on. You need to be on, you need to kiss the babies, you gotta go out into the community, you got to politic and do all these things that they make us as adults do uh, for our work and for our vocation. Then there's also space that you should allow for yourself to uh, chill. Uh, to turn off and to luxuriate in your life as it is. If you are not rejoicing in your life, as Poppy Water tells me, what is even the point, right? We should be both making money and also relaxing into the goodness of our human lives. The last uh, anti-capitalist affirmation that we're going to talk about today is uh, a doozy. Oh, it's a doozy. I will not let society decide what success looks like. I can define what successful life looks like for me. Once again, I do not need, I'm sorry, I jumped, I jumped places. I will not let society decide what success looks like. And I do not need either to let society decide what success looks like. I can define what successful life looks like for me. I want everyone right now, uh, if you're driving, keep your hands on 10 and 2. I do not crash for Dr. Flo. But I want everyone to call to mind right now, if you're not distracted, uh, your definition of success, your personal success principle. In my work and in my teachings and in my coaching practice, I call this the sensation of success. You want to start visualizing and calling to mind what success is for you. For the longest time, I thought that I wanted to be Beyonce, okay? Um, on some level, I still want to be Beyonce because she's fabulous and fierce. But if I kept defining my success by what Beyonce's level is, what her personal sensation of success is, I would be miserable because she has her own sensation of success. But I want everyone in the room right now to call into your heart at least three pillars and principles of your own success sensation. We will not let society decide what success looks like. We can define for ourselves what a successful life looks like for us personally. It's important to know. I know for me, success is going to be and is funding my own housing and the location of my choosing. I know that success for me is going to be making six figures plus. Uh, actually, my number is double six figures plus a year. Uh, $200,000 would really 
close the gap. I mean, I don't have debt like that, but it would really make me feel like I don't need $2 million. $200,000 a year would take care of multiple homes for Poppy and Walter and I in multiple geographies. $200,000 a year would take care of the funding of my team and staff um, and materials I need in order to build out Love City Island in a community with collaborators like House of Mommy Water and Black Bucket Puppetry. So that's one of my definitions of what successful a life looks like. I don't need $2 billion. Um, $200,000 would really make me happy. So that's another one. Uh, coaching young people. 18 to 26 um, in my academy and then others who are still inspired. I'm finding that the over 30 crowd, the over 40 crowd, oh, they're so busted, y'all. These people have just been tired out by life. Uh, they are ragged and they're just trying to survive. But the young people, you should have seen the happy dance that this 18-year-old was doing in my house today. He was just so proud of himself, and I was so proud of him, too, for having his YouTube set up and his TikTok set up and his Instagram and his Facebook. We got it all done in one session. It takes me with 45-year-old people and 50-year-old people two, three hours to get them to do what he did in an hour and 15 minutes. Why? Because people who are plus 25 or plus 26, they've usually gotten settled into how they like to operate or they've picked up a mind virus. <laughs> they've picked up a mind virus that says that they're not loved and lovable and worthy of, uh, of learning new things. It's the saddest thing to see, but we're all capable of growing our dreams uh, until we die. You just have to believe it and see it for yourself. You really do. Um, but he got it done in no time. And so I also see success for me looking like an academy, not only of young people that I serve, the little chalalas as we call them, but also really, really doing accelerated master classes and, and teach-ins like we did today. Like what I did with him, he told me, he said, my learning style, it's Chris Cartrett Fitness. Look him up on the internet. He's gonna go far in his freedom. Chris Cartrett Fitness, he said, I don't wanna learn online through my phone from you, through screen shares, because I'll get distracted by all the pop-ups in my phone. And trust me, he had world star hip hop and all kinds of other shit popping up on his phone today. But he wanted to just be in captive audience and learn uh, you know, one-on-one -on -one, uh, what he was doing. And this will be part of my teaching series where people can stop by the cast house here in Lexington, North Carolina, or wherever we are, and just push the buttons together. People want to learn how to become more, and I'm here for that. So my definition of success or my success sensation is transferring knowledge to other humans like I did today. Thank you more, please. Thank you more, please. Okay, so that is the end of the anti-capitalist affirmations. We did the first half last week, um, and we did the other half this week. And so just Check the replays and the podcast if you'd like to get the two parts. This was a two-part series um, that we worked on today, and I hope that it blesses you in some way to release you from the shackles of capitalism and to set yourself free into the love and joy and the careers that you know that you deserve. Okay, moving forward into the last section today, 
And we're gonna be here for about 15 minutes more and then we're gonna move on. The wind is blowing here in North Carolina and reminding me that I'm alive. Thank you to all of mother nature and the trees for the oxygen and the gift of life that you give. Uh, the wind blowing in the trees reminds me that the wind of life is also blowing through my heart and my soul and my energy, energy, energy. All right, so this article is taken from uh, Psychology Today. For those of you who want to follow along in class, I'm going to go ahead and pin this link so that you all know. I mean, I am brilliant, but I'm going to pin this uh, to the top of the room so that you can see that uh, we are all together in this. Uh, so I'm going to be reading a bit from the six subtle signs you're a high achiever with low self-worth. This is an article that is written by uh, her name is Alice Boyles, PhD. And she takes the principles of cognitive behavioral therapy and social psychology and translates them into tips that can help people in their everyday life. And so Dr. Flo is using Dr. Boyes today in order to drive it on home. So you don't have to think that I'm brilliant on my own. I am brilliant on my own, but I also like to use cited resources from psychology today so that you can know that we are well sourced and cited here. We're not just talking out of our ass. Uh, we have support. And so it can be surprisingly hard to recognize low self-worth in yourself. I'm just going to talk about these six subtle signs that you're a high achiever with low self-worth and apply them to my life so you can hopefully benefit. And hopefully while I'm speaking, you're seeing some areas in your own personal journey where you may be a high achiever and you want more for yourself, but you have low self-worth. And so you know, low self-worth will cause a three-month project to last three years. Low self-worth will cause a three-day project to last for three years. And so be very, very careful um, that you are boosting yourself uh, and boosting your self-esteem. Be very, I would say careful, be very vigilant about your inner self-worth and esteem because it can make or break you. Uh, remember, for those of you who believe in the biblical fairy tales and stories, the children of Israel, allegedly, uh, could have taken that trip that they took uh, in 40 days. Um, but because of their disobedience and perhaps low self-worth and believing in themselves, it took them 40 years. Do you want to be in the wilderness of your life for 40 years or 40 days? Let me know in the chat if you want to be in uh, your wilderness experience for 40 days, 40 years, 40 minutes, 40 seconds, you know, like how long do you want it to take? But anyway, many high achievers who have low self-worth fall, uh, sorry, many high achievers who have low self-worth fail to recognize that they're waging an internal battle. Okay, many high achievers who have low self-worth fail to recognize that they are waging an internal battle. It is a resistance that often comes from within. It's what I was talking about uh, in the 40 plus crowd and the 30 somethings. Uh, usually it's an internal battle that causes the problems because most of the tools that I teach people for a fee, you know, I'm affordable, $25 a week is all I charge for uh, the general population. Most people are not in the 
situations that they think they're in. Most people are not uh, engaging like they can't afford it. They'll take they'll say things like I can't afford your services, Dr. Flow, or I can't afford the tools. But most of the tools that I teach people because I want to keep everything low cost in my clinic. Um, you know, the service that I teach is $25 a week uh, for the coaching, but the tools I use are free. So just know that it's an internal battle. If you're out there right now under the sound of my voice and you're thinking that um, you can't afford to put yourself out there, let me let me just tell you something. TikTok, still free. Instagram, still free. Twitter, still free. Facebook, still free. And so you don't have the excuses that you think you have. You, If you're under the sound of my voice and you're trying to make money in the world as I'm trying to make money in the world as an entrepreneur and business leader, if you have not dropped a reel today or if you do not drop a reel today introducing yourself and your services to your public, I'm not going to shame you because I don't do toxic shame on Love City Island. I'm going to let you know that you know better. You know better, bitch. You know better, bitch. <laughs> you know better. And now you're accountable for this knowledge because I know you know better. If you're not doing a reel, and I'm talking a 15 to 60 to 90 second reel, okay? If you're not, and I'm, I'm going to really try to get y'all to step your game up. If you're not dropping a 15 second to 90 second reel every day on any of those four free sources, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, oh, and YouTube Shorts, if your 15 to 90 second reel is not sitting with hashtags on all of those platforms. And if you wanna reach out to me, I can help you get there through my paid services. But if your reels are not sitting there, you are playing in my face. I'll say it one more time for the people in the back so I can get this good clip because it's uh, uh, Clubhouse also has great clips features. So I've been clipping throughout another little tip for y'all. I open this Clubhouse room with replays on. Every time I say something that makes me feel my I'm like, damn, bitch, that was good. I clip it myself. And then I have no less than three reels already now to put out into the world. In fact, me talking about the reels just turned into a reel. All right, so uh, all of this is just to encourage you all. The tools are free. All you need to do is just spend a little bit of time, love, and care towards your work. And you will see, shortly after I end this room today, you will see me post these clips from Clubhouse as reels, and that will check off the box of me sharing content for the day. If you're not doing these free things, then you're gonna stay mad at yourself because you're not doing everything that you could do. And as you all know, uh, I say the affirmation every day, I'm doing my best. And, and when I say the affirmation, I'm doing my best, I wanna say it in high integrity and not be a liar. My bank account needs me right now to do my best.
not my part-time kind of 50% effort. My best wants me to give 150% of my effort to my work and my calling. That's what my best requires. And I don't want to be a liar when it comes to doing my best. All right, so what are the six subtle signs uh, that you're a high achiever with low self-worth? Number one, you're a high achiever, but you don't see yourself as deserving of support. What does this look like? This looks like you sitting around staring at your computer or at your phone, wondering why no one's come uh, to help you or being frustrated for hours uh, in some kind of technological, technological, technological element of your business. People who say, I would like to advertise my services on TikTok, but I don't know how. And because you don't see yourself as deserving of support, you don't ask your friends, you don't ask a coach, you don't hire anyone, you think that you should be able to handle everything on your own. I want you all to know today that you are deserving of support and whoever told you the lie that you had to do everything on your own, I don't wanna wish bad upon them. I just want you to know that that's a lie. When Poppy Water first moved to town, I watched him for many weeks stare at the computer screen in frustration. And one day I was like, yo, do you need help? Many people in my life have walked over and seen me just stomping on the ground and like, why is this so hard? Um, life is hard, folks, because you're not asking for help. You're not relying on your friends, family, lovers, and the people in your community to help you. People in your family want to help you. I want to love on Poppy Water and Quincy and everyone I know by giving them the support they need. But if you don't feel that you deserve support, you'd rather be frustrated and stuck in fear. Now, I'm not coming for Poppy Water 33. He is one of millions of people who are who uh, in the past, we've cleaned this up now. We ask each other for help all the time. We lean on each other for support all the time. That's the point of being in strategic and blessed partnership. Uh, but so many people will suffer today because they don't feel like they're deserving of support. Some people won't even ask their lovers and friends and family for a glass of water. You know, can I get you a glass of water? No, no, you don't have to get me a glass of water. I'm fine. You're not fine. You're thirsty. Let the people support you. Let them give you food. Let them give you housing. Let them feel good about it. You know, my life changed when I started allowing this house and utilities and food to come to me. Poppy Water can tell you, getting in my business for many, many months, and he's been here for many months now, I was rejecting and resisting help. My mantra was, nobody cares about me. Literally, food is pulling out to the house. Literally, the lights are staying on. Uh, but if you don't see yourself as deserving of support, folks, you will push your good away. Trust that someone is looking to help you and trust yourself to ask for help and don't stop asking until you get it. Number two, you think it's reasonable for other people to make mistakes on the road to success, but not you. 
<laughs> Anybody else is addicted to perfection? You're not publishing that poem. You're not writing that song. You're not calling that connection. You're not doing those reels because you're afraid of making a mistake. Oh, I see a hand. I see a hand. Yeah, yeah. It's okay that other people can flub. You know, it's okay that Dr. Flo can tie up his words and, and sound crazy on a Wednesday, but you can't do it. You know, you can't put yourself out there. Listen, folks, if you are out there and you think it's reasonable for other people to make mistakes on the road to success, but not you, you are putting yourself in a, in a, in a position to be very judgmental of yourself. Nobody is perfect. A resource that I would recommend for you is uh, the gifts of imperfection, either an audiobook or uh, the physical copy by Dr. Brene Brown. That's Dr. B R E N E Brown, like the color B R O W N. Dr. Brene Brown wrote an amazing book called The Gifts of Imperfection. Um, if you can't afford it, I know a guy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if you can't afford uh, the audiobook of The Gifts of Imperfection, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. <laughs> okay. Um, and she talks in that book about how we should be seeing our imperfection as a gift to us, not as an impediment to our success. So, Start recalibrating your minds today and in the future to accept your mistakes, to accept your flaws and all. Recognize that it's actually your flaws that make you beautiful. As quiet as it's kept, people get very, very bored by boring. When I go out on stage as a professional performer and that other hat of my life and I deliver a flawless, perfect performance, the people are like, oh, sure, we could be listening to Spotify. If I start to crack some notes or start to breathe and, oh, yeah, you know, they love that. People love your mistakes. You may not like your mistakes because you're close to you. You've been watching that mole on your forehead grow for the last 10 years. All right. Uh, you've been watching, you know, your face age. You know, you've been small Dr. Flo and big Dr. Flo and everything in between. But it is the mistakes it is your weight as you are. It is your face as you are. It's your education as you is uh, that makes you beautiful to those around you. They actually are clapping for you in the same way that you are clapping for them. Find that to be reasonable today. Find your mistakes to be reasonable. The last one that I'm gonna share because I don't want this room to go too long because I have a short attention span like everyone else and I want this to be of maximum impact and value and we're coming up on the 45 minute mark and I wanna honor everyone's time. Remember, Dr. Flow is not about masturbation. I'm about education, okay? Uh, you should know this. I'm not about masturbation. People think that I'm here just to like, you know, perform pleasure and my joy for you. That's true, but this is not masturbation. This is education. This is for the people uh, who want to win in this life and succeed in this life. So I thank you for being here today. Uh, we said that we we're gonna go through six of the subtle signs you're a high achiever. 
but I'm going to only do three. And for the people who are in the room uh, who can see the link, um, you can go forward on your own. We'll still talk about them next week, and perhaps you'll drop what you glean from the article in the chat next week when we're here Wednesdays at 2.30 Eastern in Back to Black. Once again, thank you to my lovely donor sponsors and friends, House of Mommy Water, Poppy Water, and Quincy Keith of Black Bucket Puppetry. And also check out Love City Island, which is my brand as well, if you're in the neighborhood of our success. Last one for today, and then we'll come back next week with the next three, and then we'll move on forward uh, with our business development workshops. Remember, knowledge is free, folks. Uh, knowledge, as Erica Badu says, has infinitely rained down on us. And so if you are struggling in your life, I want to speak a word of encouragement to you. You need not struggle in the ways that you have anymore. You have support. Uh, I do need money to live and to thrive so that I can do my work. But most of the work that I do right now is community service and clinic-based work. I don't make a lot of money at this point um, for what I do. Um, so don't pretend like it's not freely given. Uh, and I'm not the only person on the planet. I'm not, you know, I'm not better than anybody. Uh, I just choose to give freely because I know that the universe will respond to me tenfold of what I give. And so it's easy for me to let this information go for free into Clubhouse, YouTube, uh, and um, uh, Facebook because I, I know that whatever I get out into the world comes back to me, and it already is. There is a free uh, brisket in the oven because of the love that I give. And so it's already working and it's gonna to continue to work until I get that double six figures that I was telling you about. And when I do have in the short future, that $200,000 double six figure year, I'm gonna talk about it. And you know, people might hate about it, but I, in the same way that I started my vlog about Lexington, North Carolina, 201 episodes ago, thank you God and me, uh, we celebrated 200 episodes of my Dr. Flow and the Love Experience vlog a couple of days ago. And the same way that I started with zero vlogs on Instagram, and now I have 200, I will also, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, God, thank you, God, and me. I will also have $200,000 cash in the bank whenever I want it. It will come because I've got the time and I've got the patience and I've got what it takes to do what it takes. Hello, somebody. Last one, you find a way, okay? You're a high achiever and you have low, low uh, self-esteem or low esteem because you find a way to recast other people's mistakes as your mistakes, okay? So the example they give is if someone whose job is to help or teach you isn't doing that well, you think it's your fault. I'm gonna talk about this for a second because I'm gonna let y'all know something. You don't need to take my advice, but make sure that you get your advice from credible sources. Don't let your cousin Boo Boo give you business advice if all they do is talk shit. I'm gonna say it one more time for the people in the back. Do not let your cousin Matilda Cousin Shanene and Cousin Shabubu give you advice about your business if they don't have a business themselves. Now, I don't care if their business is making double figures or making money. My business does make money, so I'm able to give advice about, uh, advice about that. I don't make all the money that I want to make just yet, 
It's coming to me even now as we speak. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, and me. But do not find a way to recast other people's mistakes as your mistakes. If someone else fails in puppetry, don't make that your issue, Quincy Keith. Thank you for being here, Black Bucket Puppetry. If someone's out there divining and doing spiritualism and spiritual coaching and spiritual divination for people, Poppy Water, and they're failing at it, but you admire them, do not cross-deploy or cross-slide their mistakes. You know, one of my, into your situation, one of my favorite gurus, may she rest in peace, Louise Hay, would always say, my success is my own success. Other people may have mistakes in my area of business, but that is not true for me. She would say, it may be true for some. The struggle may be true for some, but it ain't true for me. You have to recognize, folks, what your mistakes are and what other people's mistakes are. If someone whose job to help you or teach you isn't doing that well, do not think it's your fault, okay? Find yourself a better teacher. Like we say here all the time, ask for help and don't stop asking until you get it. Ask for help and don't stop asking until you get it. That seems like a great place to pause for uh, comments, uh, cries of outrage. Oh, okay. Uh, Poppy Water says the struggle is for some, but not for me. Yes, the struggle is for some, but not for me. If there are any questions today, I'm gonna check over on YouTube and Facebook. I'm also gonna check over on Clubhouse, if there are any questions, comments, concerns, cries of outrage, you know, fuck you, Dr. Flo. You don't know what you're talking about. I want my money back. Uh, just let me know. I can take it. Um, the struggle is for some, but it's not for me. And there is a beautiful space in your life that you can come to once you're well-practiced and well-developed in your business and in your calling to where you are effortless in your approach. I didn't break a sweat in here today. Uh, you know, I had the fumbles and foibles of anyone producing a live podcast and show, but I didn't struggle today. This felt so easy because I'm doing it all the time. And that's the last little piece of advice that I will leave you all with before we close right at the 45 minute mark or 46 minute mark. I want you to know that the only way to get better at what you're doing is to keep practicing at it. The only way to not struggle in what's in your hands to do and your work is by, is by keeping at it. Uh, remember that practice makes mastery, all right? You don't wake up one day knowing how to walk. You had to practice. You don't wake up one day knowing how to roller skate. You had to practice. You didn't wake up one day knowing how to make all of your favorite dishes and meals. You know, your, your dish and uh, your food and your meal may not come out right the first time. Keep at it, keep practicing. Life is one big practice.
All right, just to click all the cool kids into uh, my process because I work in public for the benefit of the people, I'm going in and I am recommitting my link uh, for the room uh, into uh, the pinned links on Clubhouse. Uh, just to do a little walkthrough of this today, uh, that is lovecityisland.bobo.inc, another free service that I use to bring my overhead down. We can talk some other time about overhead cost and how you want to lessen the cost of your business operations so you can keep more of your profits using free and low cost services. But if you'd like to live chat me and my collaborators today, that's there. If you'd like to check out our live online events, you can click there. I do a daily, semi-daily newsletter where I let everyone know about my Instagram uh, post and my YouTube feed post, so that's there. If you'd like to work with me as a clarity coach and business coach, vocal coach, and all-around cool guy to inspire you and encourage you in your work, you can book and also go to my web store there. Uh, we've got all kinds of offerings. If something today that I've shared with you has blessed you, meaning that you got a really, really good nugget to take forward into your life, I wanna encourage you to go to my donation portal uh, and you can buy me a coffee, you can PayPal me, you can cash at me, you can send me a Venmo, you can purchase things from my Amazon wish list and contact me. Uh, that is always appreciated, never expected, um, but always appreciated. You can also explore the Love City Arts podcast that this will be on later. Uh, and you could also tap in with our collective, Dr. Flo uh, and Poppy Water there. But if you click on Poppy Water and go to the bottom, you'll also see the link to Quincy Keith and Black Bucket Puppetry. Uh, so that's the link at the top of the room. I want to thank you all so much for your time and attention today. Uh, looks like we've got, um, how do you think the taking on of others' flaws affects education? A failing teacher teaching a generation. If she doesn't highlight her imperfections, then it can doom the kids. Yeah, I'll talk briefly about this. Thank you so much, Poppy Water. Poppy Water 33 on all platforms, king of my heart and also a brilliant mind. Even if Poppy Water and I were not together uh, in life in business partnership and personal partnership, I would still think the guy was awesome. I met him on his assignment. I met him as great and he's getting better every day. Like I, I just, I'm so impressed and not just because I'm involved in any way, but just because he was always magic and he just keeps getting greater every day. Um, so yeah, you know, a failing teacher, um, or if we don't want to use the language of a failing teacher, because um, some of them are failing, but a, 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 a teacher that lacks passion. You'd be surprised how many over 30, over 40 teachers are just burnt out. They should have start. They should have opened their own educational consulting business years ago. They should have opened a cupcake shop. They should have gone into healthcare administration. They should have become a uh, therapist. You know, there's so many. You know, there's so many permutations and so many versions of our of our lives. I personally have had like six careers in one life. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, and me. And uh, I recognized very quickly that maybe, maybe it was awesome being a personal banker. I was an assistant branch manager and a personal banker of a actual bank with the bank vault and the money and everything. I refilled the ATMs every day with thousands of dollars. Um, I realized that connecting with people was uh, something I was passionate about. 
Um, but being there all day in the branch, in the AC, looking at the computer, waiting for people to come in and make deposits and withdrawals, that really wasn't my passion. I needed to be on stage. And so you can understand how I was passionate about working with people in the public sector and in customer care, but it wasn't an exact fit. And I think, Poppy Water, to your comment, a lot of people are failing or perhaps not passionate in their work because they shouldn't be doing it for so long. If you're a 20-year veteran uh, teacher and you're not passionate at year 10, you're not really serving the kids. Um, you know, it, um, it can really doom the kids, as you say. And the imperfection of just like not being passionate in your work can really do a number. And so part of my work is also to rehabilitate um, and give joy back to these teachers. There's not really any area that I can't consult in life. I mean, I have the technical education in every arena, but I do know something about tapping into your joy. I have a PhD, that's why they call me Dr. Flo. I have a PhD in dreaming. I have a PhD in actualizing my dreams. Like I said, I'm in my seventh or eighth career right now. If you include the academy and all the other things I'm doing, this is like my seventh or eighth reinvention of myself in this one life, right? Uh, not a flex, just the fact that I see what's not working and then I work to improve upon what is working and then I just move on according to my passions. It's important that we flow towards our passions and not atrophy in our brilliance. Thank you, Poppy Water, for that comment. Any other comments today? Um, I got some amazing clips that I'll be sharing throughout the week from this room uh, daily. I think I probably got about, just for those of you who want to know the behind the scenes uh, and have Toto pull the curtain, I've taken about eight clips from this room. I'm going to set them aside in my phone and then I'm gonna just slowly drip them as positive content this week while advertising back to black. And that's how it goes. If you, most of my work, uh, is not around teaching people how to do the things that I do. Most of my work is tapping on the glass, making sure you're doing it. So Poppy Water and I have several meetings a week, and he also gets rounded on daily by my love robots, and they tap on the glass and they say, yo, bruh, what have you done today to promote your business and your love? And so if you need an accountability partner, someone to really tap you on the shoulder and say, are you doing your best? Uh, I'm very helpful with that. And my prices start at $25 US a week. And also I have scholarships, just so that you know. Quincy has a question. Thank you so much for your question today. I didn't even pay y'all to ask me questions. So thank you so much. I appreciate you, Quincy Keith of Black Bucket Puppetry, one of my partners here, and also uh, Poppy Wata of House of Mommy Wata. The question for everyone uh, for the class is, how can you help someone uh, create their creative side when they don't see it? Um, I think I would point us back, and now you're making me I'm gonna put it in the chat here um, so that I can spell it out for the people who come uh, later. I would really start by booking with Dr. Flo. I'm, I'm joking, you don't have to do this, but I would start by booking with Dr. Flo and doing uh, personally by yourself for free um, the Ikigai exercise. 
um, what we talked about earlier. Let me see if I still have it pulled up in my notes or if I closed it. Um, you want to start making a list. If I were you, and this is free 99, but we can work together on it privately uh, for uh, starting at $25 a week in Love City Academy. But if you wanted uh, to help someone, Quincy, if you wanted to go out today and help someone uh, uh, elevate their creative side, even when they don't see it, I would have them take a sheet of paper and I would fold that sheet of paper in half and then I would take that half folded sheet of paper and I would fold that in half so that you can get four little squares. So you have quarter pages uh, divided. Okay. Let me know if that makes sense. Thumb up in the room if that makes sense. Okay. I see the, I see the heart. Wonderful. So I take a sheet of paper eight and a half by 11 or I just rip a page out of a book and I would fold that page in half uh, the long way. And then I would fold it in half again so that you have quarter pages. Um, and then at the top of one of the squares, I would write uh, the words, what you love, and then underline it. And then in the next square, I would write what the world needs or what you believe personally, because everybody doesn't think the world needs everything. I think the world needs to know that they're loved and lovable, but you may not feel that way. You may, you may have another, you know, drive. It's got to be very personal to you. So in the second column or the, in the second quadrant, if you will, I would uh, write the words, what the world needs, and then underline that. And then in your third quadrant down below, remember you've divided this piece of paper by folds into four sections. I would write in that one, what you are good at. And then in the fourth quadrant or the fourth quarter of the page, um, you don't need to fold the page or this. You can just make a list, but I think it's cute to have it divided this way, and it's just an easy thing to do. And who doesn't like a little arts and craft project? You'd write in the fourth quadrant what you can be paid for. And then I would sit down for about 20 to 30 minutes if you really, really love yourself and start making a list under each thing. Make a list about what you love and be honest with yourself. Make a list about what you think the world needs and be honest with yourself. Make a list of what you can be paid for. This one can be the toughest block, but if you need help discovering your skills, I can send you a skills list. Everybody has skills, baby. Even people who don't consider themselves educated. Even hookers have skills, okay? So if I were a hooker, or let me not say that that way. My apologies to everyone who is offended by the word hooker. If I were a professional sex worker, and I am in some regards, more on that in uh, Dr. Flow After Dark. <laughs> um, but I know personally that people will pay you for professional sex work. And so, um, and they'll pay you for specific body parts of your sex work, hint, hint, wink, wink. And so just put that on your list, baby, okay? Uh, what you can be paid for. It's a very, that could be your most interesting list. People don't think that, you know, I'll, I'm not gonna get into it, but people don't think um, that you can get paid for what you can give Evo, <laughs> okay? So just put that on your list. Um, I would list on mine feet. I did not know that people would pay me for my feet until someone came into one of my live stream shows and said, show me your feet. Show me your feet. And I was like, oh, holy smokes. This is something I can get paid for. Um, so that's part of your icky guy, right? That's part of your icky guy and guys are involved, okay? So that's what you can be paid for. And then not to get too distracted, in the fourth quadrant, what you're good at. 
performance, uh, speaking up, uh, supporting people, helping, uh, finding resources, you know, and then just make that list. And then once you make that solid list, um, call me or send me a DM on Instagram. And we can talk about finding the business, but you should be able to be able to, from those lists, see a common theme. And what I do in my clarity coaching sessions is I use Ikigai and a bunch of other resources um, to hone in money resides where the money resides where the money resides. And so that's how we that's how we get to. Uh, how you can help someone uh, create their creative side when they don't see it. Um, your creativity is somewhere uh, in what you love and what you're good at and what you can be paid for. But the way I would open the door into what uh, the creative side of a person is, is to focus initially, not wholly, but initially on what you love. Your creativity is tapped into what you love, what you want to uh, come alive with, and also what you're good at. Uh, the last thing that I'll say, and I know it's a very, very long answer, but I would answer the question, just flip the piece of paper over with your four list, and just at the top of it, write this question. Now, ask this question of young people all the time, and sometimes they have answers, sometimes they don't. But the question is, what lights you up. And I want you to be honest with yourself about it. I would ask that person, Quincy, I would ask them as they try to tap into their creative side, what lights you up? Meaning, what makes your tail wag? What conversation that when you're having with your friends and family, you feel like lighthearted about? What is something that you love talking about that really sets you on fire? I know that spiritualism and spiritual healing practices lights Poppy Wata of the House of Mommy Wata up. I know that puppetry and bold and courageous storytelling lights Quincy Keith of Black Bucket Puppetry up. Uh, I know that that lights you up. I know that singing and serving the people of the world and reminding them that they're loved and lovable lights me up on Love City Island. So I would ask a young person or older person, what lights you up? And then see what comes from that conversation. Nailed another clip, <laughs> right? So I'm not trying to perform perfection out here or be lofty with my PhD from life. I'm just trying to show all the cool kids um, what it takes to do what it takes. And I hope that's helpful today. I hope that I've been of service. Uh, we're coming up now, according to the, the shot clock, on an hour and two minutes. So <laughs> I wanted to talk for 20 minutes and I filled an hour. It's very easy to do what you do and do what you love when it lights you up. So anyway, just find a comfortable seat today. Oh, spirit of the true and living most high, I am so grateful for friends. I'm so grateful for collaborators. I'm so grateful for coffee that causes me to talk for an hour when I wanted to talk for 20 minutes. 
I'm so grateful for the support of my community. I'm so grateful for my partners. I'm so grateful for Poppy Water of House of Mommy Water and its growing expansion and the enlarging of its territory. I'm so grateful for Black bu Bucket Puppetry, Black Bucket Puppetry. Courageous. I'm so grateful most high also today that you're telling me and everyone who listens to this now and in replays that we are worthy of everything that we desire in this life. There's nothing that you've deposited in the garden of our lives through seeds that we cannot grow, do, be, live, and have. And I'm so grateful for the courage to reach for my burning desires. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, and me for giving me the strength and the courage to put myself out there. I'm so grateful that you're giving courage and that you're opening my heart and that you are releasing my throat chakra and you are opening my third eye and you are crowning me. Thank you, God, and me with success. I thank you for crowning Poppy Water and Quincy Keith with success and everyone else who passes through these live streams who has ears to hear it and buckets to catch the water. I'm so grateful that you're crowning us with success today, that you are enlarging our territory and that you are developing our businesses for the glory of the light that is you through love. I'm so grateful that for every additional follow, they will see the light of love. For every business arrangement that closes, they will see the light of love for every client that books with us today, for every donor that donates, for every business interaction and email we send, may they see your face in our work. May they light up because we light up. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, in me. So that's that, folks. I hope that you enjoy today's Back to Black workshop sponsored by the lovely folks over at House of Mommy Water, Black Bucket Puppetry, and Love City Island. Tap my link in bio up above or Google me, uh, Andre in the flow, all together as one word, flowing in the stream of life, flowing in love with all of you. I'm very, very grateful for your presence. And until next week, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be free of all suffering, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be free of all suffering, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be free of all suffering, and may love hold you in its big, big, big hands, as above, so below, as above, so below, as above, so below. Blessings, folks.